0: Hey everybody, before I start today's show, here is a word from our sponsor. Are you looking to improve your health but you don't know where to start? Well, Nourish by Nature Made offers a 5-minute quiz to remove the guesswork from your vitamin regimen. Backed by 45 years of science, Nature Made is the number one pharmacist-recommended vitamin and supplement brand, so you can trust them to help you find supplements that are right for you. Visit nourish.com to create your personalized vitamin package today. That's N-U-R-I-S-H dot com. Hey, 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 hey.
1: Welcome to the Get Fit Guys quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. Ladies, today's article is for any of you who have ever had a baby or ever planned to lovingly swaddle a tiny bundle of joy and still be able to zip up your pre-pregnancy jeans at some point. That's right. You're about to learn how to lose weight after pregnancy. As a father of twin boys and as a personal trainer to countless women, both before, during, and after pregnancy, I know this is a necessary topic. Gentlemen, I'd encourage you to listen in, because unless you live on a deserted island or a country with very strict birth control, I guarantee you have a mother, wife, girlfriend, sister, daughter, or an acquaintance who could probably benefit from this advice. Besides, I'm not entirely sexist. The next Get Fit Guy newsletter will teach you how to get rid of man boobs. It should be, of course, extremely obvious that you're going to gain weight while you are pregnant. It takes nine months to put the weight on, so no matter what the paparazzi may suggest, even if you're a celebrity with magical weight loss superpowers, it's still going to take a bit of time to lose weight after childbirth. If you allow for four to six weeks of relatively light post-childbirth activity, a realistic time frame to lose the pounds you gain during pregnancy is six to eight months. So with that reality check, here are your quick and dirty tips for how to lose weight after childbirth. Tip number one. Breastfeed. Breastfeeding requires an extra 500 calories a day and will help you to burn through the excess energy that your body naturally stored to nourish a baby. Caloric restriction and strict dieting should not be done during breastfeeding and losing more than 2 pounds a week is especially dangerous for your baby if you are breastfeeding. But you can exercise while you're breastfeeding and 30 to 90 minutes of daily physical activity will not affect milk production as long as you're consuming adequate calories. Which leads me to my next tip, stay physically active. Later in this episode, I'll give you a sample workout plan as well as guidelines about exercise risks after childbirth. Exercise will not only help with weight loss, but will also help you avoid the excessive stress buildup that comes with being a new mom. Tip number three, use nutrition strategies. If you maintain the habit of eating extra calories you consume during pregnancy, it will severely slow weight loss. So no matter how hard you exercise, follow these four strategies to significantly help on the nutrition front. Number one. Stay hydrated by trying to drink a bottle of water every couple hours, which will keep you from soft drinks and juices. If you need flavor in the water, add a little lemon juice or stevia. Number two, write down everything you eat. Number three, eat protein and fiber, which will keep your appetite satiated. Number four, eat real, recognizable food as much as possible. Potato chips, Cheetos, and peanut butter don't look anything like the potatoes, corn, and peanuts they came from. So be careful with these type of foods. Now, if you had complications during pregnancy, your doctor may have asked you to refrain from exercise for anywhere from one to eight weeks. It's important that you follow these rules as you don't want to risk hemorrhages, ruptures, strains, sprains, internal bleeding, or any other accidents. If you have any doubts about exercising or you've been warned not to exercise, you can approach your physician and ask if it's acceptable for you to at least perform light walking for 10 to 30 minutes a day. If the answer is yes, then the fresh air and sunshine will be good for you and your baby and will also make exercise and weight loss easier when the time comes. You may have also been told or found that you have an overly stretched abdominal wall or a large gap between your abdominal muscles. This is called rectus abdominis, and it's fairly common. If this is the case, you'll need to be careful with exercises that directly strain your abdominal wall, especially movements like weighted crunches, front planks, leg lifts, sit-ups, and heavy lifting. Instead, you should stick to core exercises, such as those I mentioned in the exercise plan at the end of this episode. Finally, due to the production of a hormone called relaxin, your ligaments become far more flexible during pregnancy and stay that way for a few months after childbirth. So you need to be careful with impact-based exercise, heavy weights, and quick changes of direction. Loose ligaments allow your joints to move through a greater range of motion, which is wonderful when you have to push out a baby, but not so convenient when you twist an ankle while running.
0: I want to tell you about today's sponsor, the FitTrack Dara Smart Scale. FitTrack gives you in depth insights on your fitness progress to help you reach your goals. The Dara Smart Scale measures 17 health metrics, including BMI, hydration, muscle mass, and a whole lot more, and it syncs with the free FitTrack app.
1: The perfect post-pregnancy exercise plan should include an introductory phase of four to eight weeks of non-impact cardio and controlled abdominal strengthening along with a full-body weight training routine. If you listen to the episode, What is the Best Workout for Fat Loss?, you'll learn why the weight training isn't just for toning, but it's for weight loss as well. Once you're finished with that four to eight week introductory phase, you should move on to more intense cardio and more advanced weight training exercises and change those exercises every four weeks to keep your body from adapting. So here's what the first four to eight week post-pregnancy phase would look like. Monday, 30 to 60 minutes of non-weight-bearing cardio at an easy conversational pace, such as swimming, walking, or cycling. Yes, I know it's tough to converse during swimming, but you get the idea. Tuesday full-body circuit on weight machines which allow you to control each movement safely and easily decrease or increase weight for an introduction to a great machine circuit listen to the episode how to use weightlifting machines wednesday do the same 30 to 60 minutes of non-weight-bearing cardio as monday thursday do the same full-body weight machine circuit as tuesday Friday, once again, do the same cardio as you did Monday and Wednesday. And finally, on the weekend, go on a hike, long walk, or easy bike ride. And also include a safe core-strengthening exercise. For example, you could perform five 30-second bent knee side plank holds for each side while you watch TV. I'll put a link to that exercise in the show notes. In the next post-pregnancy phase that follows those four to eight weeks, switch to performing cardio intervals for your Monday, Wednesday, and Friday cardio workouts, in which rather than doing one long 30 to 60 minutes cardio session, you do hard efforts followed by easy efforts and consider adding some impact-based motion, such as running. For your weight training workouts in Phase 2 on Tuesday and Thursday, begin to use free weights and more advanced exercises. For example, you can try a routine like the one that I show in the video that I link to in the show notes for this episode. Depending on the extent of abdominal muscle wall separation, you may still need to modify your core exercises from those that I show in the video. If you can fit more than two fingers in the line that runs down the middle of your stomach, this may be the case. However, if your abdominal wall is ready, you can begin to incorporate crunching or sit-up variations, more advanced planks, and heavier weights. Finally, you can substitute that weekend workout for a third weight training workout. Remember to carefully consider the risks in this article. Remember that the exercise plan that I just described may need modifications if you have any post-pregnancy complications, and remember to change the exercises in your routine every four weeks after you enter the second phase of the program that I just described. Finally, think about this. An added bonus of incorporating exercise after pregnancy is that you're setting a great example for your growing baby, and your child is more likely to be physically active. Now, I understand that we covered a lot of information in this podcast, so be sure to go to the Get Fit Guy Facebook page if you have more questions. You can access it by going to Facebook.com and doing a search for Get Fit Guy. You can also get weekly tips at Twitter.com slash Get Fit Guy And I have an exclusive newsletter full of information that you don't get in the podcast or in the articles on the Quick and Dirty Tips website. And you can get that newsletter by going to quickanddirtytips.com and clicking on the newsletter button that's on that page. Now, next week, I'm going to be teaching you how to choose a personal trainer, even though I know that you probably get all the exercise advice that you'd ever need from the Get Fit Guy, right? But until then, what are you waiting for? Go get fit.